are listening to TKO on CFRE Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What's good? It's your girl Janan right here. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about noble fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game, and where they are now. Man, episode number 30. Wow. I mean, I cannot believe how far we've come with TKO. And uh, you know what they say, you should not forget where you came from and I still remember the very first episode that I did with you guys and honestly it's been a great journey and thank you so much for the for all the love and support and positive vibes and I mean it's been great and I'm looking forward to that day that we're gonna do episode number 100 or even number 1000 and I'm pretty sure it's it's possible I can see it I have visioned it guys and I can see it it's so close and when we're actually doing those episodes, then I will recall this very moment saying, man, we've come so far and it's only episode number 30. So let's see how far we will go with TKO. We'll probably have a million episodes, but yeah, man, it's been great and hopefully it will continue to get better. So there you have that, man. It's it's going to be a pretty chill day today. We have a few fight announcements for you guys. So a few matchups that are going to be made in the future. Some of the rumored ones, some of the ones that are, you know, potentially going to happen. Some of the ones that have been confirmed. We're going to be talking about those. Not just MMA, not just the UFC. We're going to be talking about boxing as well today. Some of the matchups, some of the potential matchups that are going to be made in boxing and what else are we going to do oh yes so as you guys are already aware next week uh, so it's going to be the fight week for august 26 and we all know i feel like by now we all know what's going to happen on august 26 of course i'm talking about the very very exciting fight the fight of the century between conor mcgregor and floyd money mayweather yes the most anticipated fight of the century. Obviously, that's going to happen. And as I have um, already promised you guys before on previous episodes, we're going to have the most exclusive episode that you can possibly think of. So we're exclusively talking McGregor and Mayweather. And uh, we may potentially have some special guests on the show as well to break down the fight with the, uh, with all of us. So that's going to be pretty exciting. So yeah, man, all I can say, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything else. So all I can say is that make sure that you tune in next week. Uh, we're going to be breaking down McGregor versus Mayweather. Okay, there you have that. What else is coming up, man? Oh, actually, on August 26th, even though everybody wants to uh, buy the pay-per-views for the McGregor and Mayweather fight, obviously, we actually have a heavyweight Grand Prix for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So IBJJF, so International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation, is um, having their heavyweight Grand Prix, and that's also gonna be extremely exciting to watch especially if you're a huge grappling fan like me um you will probably enjoy this event as well but it's kind of hard to you know switch back and forth between the mcgregor mayweather pay-per-view and this one so 
I mean, I don't want to say you have to choose one or one or the other, but <laughs> I I personally want to watch them both. But uh, yeah, so the McGregor Mayweather fight, you can watch the main event. But if you want to watch the some grappling, if you want to vary it up a bit, just want to watch some striking and grappling, then watch the um, the heavyweight Grand Prix as well on flow grappling so make sure that you catch up with that as well okay so there's that so uh, let's get right to the headlines and the matchups that i'm going to be talking about today so what are we waiting for let's get started okay so the first fight well actually this fight has been announced um uh, for for a while but I, because we didn't really bring it up here on TKO, I still want to mention it. So a few weeks ago, as you guys might recall, um, in UFC 214, Chris Cyborg got the women's featherweight championship belt for the UFC for herself uh, with the fight that she had uh, against um, Tanya Evinger. So I, obviously she's a champion now and... You know, even though it's pretty early for her to defend her title, but still she needs to come up with a fight in the future to defend her belt, to hold on to her belt, to come up with a reason why she deserved to be a champion. Because obviously that's one thing that the previous champion, who was um, Jermaine Duranime, didn't do because she uh, she had the belt for herself, but she didn't defend her belt even once. And she was um, when she was offered a title challenger, she just rejected um, that title challenger who at the time was Chris Cyborg because because of many, many reasons. But oh, well, I mean, Cyborg obviously doesn't want that to happen to her. So as a result, uh, the UFC has uh, proposed a potential matchup for Cyborg to defend her title against. And that is a fight uh, with Cyborg and Holly Holm. So man, this fight, oh man, I'm just rubbing my hands in the studio right now because this fight is going to be very, very interesting and entertaining because both of these ladies, I mean, you guys already know, I guess... Okay, please don't call me a biased person when it comes to Cyborg, but Cyborg is a beast and I believe, I personally believe that there is no one else like Cyborg in the entire sport of MMA and just in all combat sports because she has every single fighting skill that you can think of. So she has the striking, she has the grappling, she has the jujitsu, the wrestling and the judo and everything. And she has those skills and she has mastered those skills. And she's just at her prime and the best that she can ever be. So I feel like at this point, even if she's facing a real cyborg, a real robot, then she will defeat that piece of metal in that robot because that's how good Chris Cyborg is. And so in this case, she's facing Holly Holm, who obviously, I mean, okay, let, let me give you a brief background of Holly Holm in case, I mean, we already talked about it here on TKO, but in case you're not exactly sure, Holly Holm was the first person to ever defeat Ronda Rousey, the 
so-called, um, the so thought you could say invincible Ronda Ron Rousey. Everybody thought Ronda Rousey was the greatest woman um, MMA fighter of all time and that she was uh, basically unbeatable. However, Holly Holm came in and she completely demolished Ronda Rousey, who was the champion at the time, the bantamweight champion at the time. And so obviously she got the title for herself. And, you know, things started to go downhill ever since then for Holly Holm. Because honestly, we don't know what really happened with Holly Holm because she she lost um, three consecutive losses or she lost three consecutive fights. And um, as of recently, her recent fight only, she won through a knockout. And even with that fight, it was pretty... If if it, if the fight actually went the whole way, if it went the entire uh, five rounds because she was um, headlining that card that she was fighting at, we don't know if she would, if she would have won through decision. But because she knocked out her um, opponent at the time, well, you could say she, she got a bit lucky when it came to that. But in this case, we have Cyborg, Chris Cyborg, fighting Holly Holm. And um, I don't know, man. I just feel like whoever you put in front of Cyborg, Cyborg is just going to completely demolish, especially with the with the recent fights that Holly Holm has had. Yes, she has had a recent win. Her last fight was a win through a knockout. However, you know, as much as she's a talented boxer and a striker but still let's not forget that she lost three fights in a row and there has to be a reason you know I mean whether it's mental mm, I guess mental weakness or uh, whether or not she was prepared properly for those fights you don't know what was really going on with Holly Holm but still I feel like no matter how prepared she comes into the fight with Cyborg Holly Holm Holly Holm simply does not have a chance to win against Chris Cyborg in this fight. So, yeah, man, there you have that. I'm sorry. I really try to be um, as fair as I can and not be biased as possible. But unfortunately, guys, we're talking about Chris Cyborg here. Chris Cyborg is just a different human, a different type of fighter. And honestly, she is on my Mount Rushmore, honestly, because she is one of the greatest fighters and athletes that our generation has ever seen to date. And not just a woman fighter, but but a fighter in general. So, yeah, (laughs) there you have that. Okay, moving on. The next fight that the next matchup that I want to talk about is a fight between Kelvin Gastelum and Anderson Silva. So, guys. I think we already talked about it here on TKO. Anderson Silva and Kelvin Gastelum were actually scheduled to fight each other in um, one of the UFC fight night cards that that was going to happen in Brazil. And uh, at the time, Kelvin Gastelum was um, on a roll and he was just winning fights uh, left and right. And he was just on a roll and he was just basically proving himself to all the other fighters, to the fans, to the entire promotion. And we obviously had Anderson Silva, who was coming off um, off of a few losses. However, for his last fight, which was um, against Derek Brunson, I mean, even though it was a pretty controversial fight, but Anderson Silva won that fight. And obviously, we're talking about Anderson Silva, a legend of the sport period, one of the greatest um, MMA fighters that has ever lived to date and um, obviously he's the former middleweight champion at the UFC 
Um, he okay. Let's be honest though. He's not at his prime right right now, but. Still, even though he's not at his prime, wh- whoever faces him still has to be extremely cautious because Anderson Anderson Silva is one of the best Muay Thai fighters. His Muay Thai skills are on point, and you really do not want to get caught with um, one of his um, right hand over the tops. So yeah, there you have that. Kevin Gastelum versus Anderson Silva. This fight is going to be pretty interesting because. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum, even though he was on a roll and he was winning all of his fights actually for his last fight against the former middleweight champion, Chris Weidman, he he lost that fight because he got choked out. And even though he was doing pretty well in that fight, but when it came to ground ground game, even though Kelvin Gastelum is a phenomenal wrestler, he you know, he fell short um in that fight and was just caught in the wrong no wrong moment and was caught in a arm triangle. And so because of that he lost. So, you know, it's it's a fifty fifty thing when it comes to this fight because Anderson Silva, even though he's not at his prime anymore, he is a former champion and Kelvin Gastelum he's one of those young fellas who is just coming on top and everybody needs to watch out for him so this fight's gonna be pretty interesting yeah I don't know man I would have to go with um Kelvin Gastelum in this case because Anderson Silva I know he's been um he's constantly training and training but still I feel like because he hasn't fought in a while so when it comes to not fighting in the in the cage for a while, let me tell you this: the ring rust is a real thing. So even though he has won his last fight, but still, you, you'll never know with what what condition Anderson Silva is going to come into this fight. So yeah, I'm going to go with Kelvin Gastelum in that case. And um, the matchup has not been, um, uh, you know, the date of the matchup hasn't been um, completely confirmed yet, but I will keep you guys updated once we get more information on this. Oh, the next fight that I want to talk about is a fight between George St. Pierre, the legendary George St. Pierre, and Michael Bisping for the middleweight championship belt. Guys, this one is a pretty controversial one, and there's a lot of drama involved with this particular one because... Um, I think it was a while back, so I think it was in February that um, the the fight between George St. Pierre and Michael Bisping was actually announced, and it was even almost confirmed, but I don't know what happened, some legal issues that George St. Pierre was having with um, with Dana White, the president of the UFC, and just the UFC as a whole organization, because George St. Pierre is um, normally sponsored by Under Armour, and um, the official brand that sponsors the UFC is Reebok. So in terms of those um, legal things, uh, the the two parties were having issues with one another. And also, um, Dana White just accused George St. Pierre of not wanting to actually fight Michael Bisping and the fact that uh, George St. Pierre is coming up with random excuses not to face Michael Bisping in their actual matchup. And so because of so many things, this uh, matchup was actually canceled. But uh, the the two of these guys are actually still in the gym, constantly training, and just um, you know, just in case they get called in for for a random fight, uh, whenever that fight may be. 
And so after a while, after that fight was canceled for the first time, uh, there were some rumors that uh, George St. Pierre was going to face um, the champion of the welterweight division, Tyron Woodley. But we saw Tyron Woodley um, in the in the previous fight, in the recent fight that he had, he he was just um, he was playing it extremely safe. And he was just being um, extremely cautious against his opponent, Damian Maya. And um, he wasn't <laughs> taking any risks. And um, he was mostly concerned with um, keeping keeping his belt and just going with the game plan that he had in mind. Uh, rather than trying to, you know, throw, uh, you know, just go out there and swing a few punches towards um, Damian Maya. Instead, he, he was extremely cautious with what he was doing and he didn't really want to risk anything. So because of that, Dana, Dana White was um, <laughs> extremely pissed off. And so he actually told the media that the the potential match between George St. Pierre and um, uh, uh, George St. Pierre and Tyron Woodley was um, going to be off because there's no guarantee that Tyron Woodley is um, going to deliver a good fight, a fight that is worth watching. So <laughs> because of that, the fight between Michael Bisping and George St. Pierre is scheduled again. And it is believed that this fight is going to happen in um, in uh, UFC New York. So another Madison Square Garden event that they're going to hold sometime in November, I believe. But nothing is confirmed yet. I mean, I hate this whole unconfirmed unconfirmed dates and unconfirmed cards. But, I mean, what can we really do? All we do know for now is that um, George St. Pierre is um, actually has actually signed his um, part of the contract. We're just waiting on Michael Bisping. But as far as we're concerned, I mean, let's hope this fight actually does happen because it's a pretty, pretty great fight. We have the former champion, the former uh, Walter Wade champion, one of the greatest of all time, George St. Pierre, fighting Michael Bisping, the current champion. And Michael Bisping, I mean, he, he had been hustling and just working so hard for his entire uh, professional career. And he hadn't uh, been the champion. And just now, after like... 20 years, you could say, he just becomes a champion uh, after he decides to take a championship fight on a on a two-week notice. And he becomes a champion, so that's pretty inspiring to, to hear and to see and to see how he's holding on to his belt. So far, he's had only one um, title defense, and that was against Dan Henderson. And that was a pretty tough fight for him, but still, he was... Um, and he was um, able to manage uh, to uh, to come on top for this fight. And so this fight between George St. Pierre and Michael Bisming is going to be pretty interesting. I don't know, man. Just like I said, ring rust is real. So we're not really sure how how prepared George St. Pierre is going to come into this fight. I mean, even though he's constantly training and he's in the gym, Still, man, I'm not exactly sure. And there's some ring rust for Michael Bisping, too, because it's definitely been a while since he last defended his title. So it's a pretty, pretty rough matchup. And I can't really do a prediction at the moment. We just have to wait and see how um, both both of these guys are, how, how they're doing in their training camp, and just see what happens, man. Yeah, there you have that. Okay, so what else do we have? Oh, yes. 
And talking about another rematch that was canceled, but is again scheduled. Yes, the rematch or was it a rematch? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it, it was just an on and off thing. So I guess it was a rematch or just a fight that was scheduled, but never really happened. So you just kind of think that it was a rematch. Okay, anyway, getting to the actual fight. The fight between Khabib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson is said to be rescheduled soon. Man, that is going to be one great fight. And... As you guys are already concerned, this fight was going to happen uh, way back when in um, 2016. But, you know, everything was great. Uh, the trash talk was there. Everything was there. The training was there. However, when it came to the weigh-ins of this fight, Khabib Nurmagomedov, unfortunately, um, fell sick. And um, he was transferred to a hospital. And so the fight was off. And this was like the night before the fight actually was going to happen. So that was a that was a huge bummer. But as of now, it seems like both guys are extremely ready to just go out and get it. And to just fight one another and to fight for the interim um, lightweight title. And obviously, I mean, the interim title really does make sense in this case because the the champion, the actual undisputed champion of this um, lightweight division is Conor McGregor. And obviously, Conor McGregor is already busy taking care of some business obviously getting a hundred million dollars for his um, upcoming fight with um, Floyd Mayweather and yeah actually uh, you know that leads me to my next point the next fight that I want to break down but yeah just keep that thought on hold for a second because I'm going to be uh, coming back to it but yeah coming back to the fight between Khabib and Tony Ferguson it's gonna be a phenomenal fight because Khabib is a phenomenal wrestler and um, the strikes that he's thrown at the people that he's faced so far who are who usually consider themselves as strikers, as good strikers, he, he's been doing great. And um, Tony Ferguson, he is also, his Brazilian jiu-jitsu is phenomenal. And he's also a fantastic striker. He's pretty creative when it comes to um, throwing any sort of strikes and just um, striking in general. He doesn't want to, um, keep it keep it normal, I guess. So yeah, he's pretty creative, and I feel like Khabib needs to needs to really watch out for that. But at the same time, Tony Ferguson needs to watch out for Khabib's wrestling because that's um that's pretty tough um to beat. Because as you guys might already know, Khabib Nurmagomedov used to wrestle with bears when he was younger, and that's a real thing. Actually, pull that thing up on YouTube. It's real. It's out there. He actually did that, even though I thought it was fake. But no, it's real. Khabib Nurmagomedov used to wrestle with bears. So yeah, there you have that. That fight is going to be pretty interesting. We're not sure when this matchup is going to be, but uh, even though we're not sure about the date or the the fight card that it's going to be featured in, but still the fact that we're talking about it, the fact that it's still uh, out there in the news and um, the, the both guys are trying to get it and get the fight on everybody's lips, I guess is a pretty, pretty huge move. So good for them. And if they keep doing this, then obviously Dana White is going to take notice and actually make this fight happen. So good for both of these guys. All right. So yeah, man, moving on to boxing. So some of the matchups that I want to talk about for boxing. Actually, this is a potential matchup. 
and um, you know not ha hasn't been confirmed at all but it's a matchup that that uh, that the boxing community especially with the boxing fans are talking about so there's a potential matchup between Conor McGregor and Polly Magnaghi so as you guys might already know on our previous episode we talked about how Polly Malignaghi who is a former boxing champion himself is actually Conor McGregor's sparring partner for this upcoming fight with um, Floyd Mayweather and so there's a lot of drama between these two guys because um you know, when when you're sparring with your partner, um, your coach might uh, videotape you for future purposes and to just look over and analyze it and to tell you what to improve on and so on. So in this case, obviously, Conor McGregor and Polly Malignaghi sparred with each other for a few sessions. And at first, Polly Malignaghi was saying that, oh, Conor is improving so much every time. But... As of recently, Polly Malignaghi has come out and just left the McGregor camp saying that, you know, it's all crap and Conor McGregor can't do anything and, you know, he's just an arrogant person and um, he's been talking so much trash to Conor McGregor and Conor McGregor, as you can imagine, he's talking so much trash back to Polly. But the thing is, Paulie's actually saying that um, he wants to fight McGregor, uh, given that McGregor comes on top in the upcoming fight between um, him and Mayweather. And uh, this really does make sense because when you think about it, all, all of the beef is um, already uh, already planned because Dana White and um, the UFC have actually released footage, uh, some, you know, censored footage, you could say, because it's not for the entire um, 12 rounds of sparring that Pauli Malignaghi and Conor McGregor had, but there's been some footage, some short, short footage of um, scenes where Conor McGregor is beating up uh, Pauli Malignaghi and Pauli's face is just kind of busted up. And um, he... Allegedly, Conor McGregor allegedly knocks down Pauli Malignaghi, but this is a <laughs> this is like one of those controversial things to talk about again because Pauli himself he's saying that he was pushed down, but uh, everybody who is a Conor McGregor fan and is um, on his side they're saying that no, it was a knockdown, and so <laughs> there's a, just, there's just a lot of drama surrounding surrounding this entire camp and. Um, you know, when you think about it, I mean, why not? This is a pretty good fight. When when there's trash talk, especially when it comes to Conor McGregor and his upcoming fights, I mean, that intrigues everybody to buy the pay-per-views and actually watch the fight. That makes them kind of invested in the fight. Because let's face it, casual fans honestly don't really care about the techniques and everything. They they just want to get entertained. And I feel like it's pretty important for for a promoter and just for a promotion who's trying to promote a fight to just give some background background information and story on um, what's going on between the guys who are going to fight each other. I mean, if they're best friends, you know, it's not the best scenario to present to the fans because, you know, where's the challenge in that, you know? But if there's some beef, some, um, some old beef between the guys who are going to fight each other, I mean, man, that is going to be one exciting fight to watch. So... 
Ooh, we're not sure if the fight between Paulie Malignaggi and Conor McGregor is going to happen. But if it does happen, it's going to be pretty exciting. And, um, you know, everything's already been planned up. So why not? Okay, man, there you have that. Unfortunately, oh, man, I'm looking at the clock right now. And unfortunately, that's all the time we're going to have for this week. Guys, next week, we're going to have our... Fight Breakdown episode, which is going to be extremely exclusive. And so make sure that you tune into that next week. What else do I have for you guys? Oh, make sure that you go to CFRE.ca to catch up with TKO. And until next time, it's your girl Janon right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.